This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 702. There's more to time than tempo. Back offsets and isotension by Joseph Brigley with romanfitnesssystems.com and I'm Dr. Neil. Hello, happy Tuesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily where I simply read to you from the best health and fitness blogs for free. I cover fitness, nutrition, stress management, weight management, and lots more, just like an audiobook, but from a bunch of different authors and always with permission from the sites. So I'm super excited and I know you probably cannot relate to this, but it's almost baseball season again. I have been nerding it up by actually watching spring training games. If you're not familiar with this, spring training doesn't count. It's just like scrimmage games. They're games that nobody cares about, except me. And it really has nothing to do with whether a team is gonna be successful this season at all. But I've been missing baseball so much. I have to watch the spring training games just to get my fill. And yes, I get made fun of constantly for this. But you know what? No apologies, because I just love it. All right, let me get to today's post, which I'm sure you're eager to hear so we can continue optimizing your life. There's more to time than tempo. Back offsets and isotension by Joseph Brigley with romanfitnesssystems.com. We're not starting today's post with the beginning or end in mind, but rather, we're here to discuss life in the middle, the most frustrating place for anyone with a pulse. Let's start with science. According to the National Strength and Conditioning Association, a novice lifter is someone with less than two months of resistance training under their belt. An advanced lifter has done it for one or more years, and an intermediate lifter is someone who's been weight training consistently at least two to three times a week for at least six months. The majority of us fall into this middle advanced lifter category. I've been lifting for 13 years, but let me tell you, while the length of my training life may be a teenager, I've only been successfully lifting for five to six years. The definition I just mentioned holds a lot of merit, and without it, we couldn't base this discussion. The issue is that the definition presupposes each lifter has made linear progress where you've consistently grown stronger, leaner, and have improved your exercise technique. The reality is that most people experience incidental progress, and yet they continue lifting, because lifting is awesome, and never experience true progress. Most people in this category need to do one of two things. One, hire a personal trainer, someone with enough experience to understand that you're a lost soul in the middle of the lifting desert. Or two, understand that exercise is a science, and study the nuances to perfect your stalled progress. Let's expand upon this second point. The nuances of muscle gain. Anyone who hangs around these parts long enough knows that the tempo you lift at plays a crucial role in the size and quality of muscle tone. Tempo is the speed of an exercise throughout the entire movement of the repetition. It reaps benefits that promote greater growth hormone secretion, greater neural synchronization, and enhanced protein synthesis. These are essential components to getting stronger and leaner. You just have to apply the right concepts at the right time. Time under tension. While tempo is a distinct entity from time under tension, or TUT, it is not a separate one. Tempo is simply one kind of time under tension. And what exactly is time under tension? The easiest way to explain this is to think of it as the entire amount of time a muscle is placed under stress. That includes the aforementioned tempo of an exercise but also includes other training practices like density, isometrics, and drop sets. 
anything that's going to place more stress on the muscle for more time is generally going to be advantageous for both your muscularity and leanness goals. The importance of time cannot be understated. To get fancy with you, the time of an exercise places more stress on a muscle, and in that time, cell membranes begin to swell. That's your muscle pump, which also forces vasodilation and an influx of nutrients to the area to repair the damage. This is a crucial intensity technique. More time plus cell swelling plus nutrients equals success. Tempo is an important factor in this equation and can help dictate the muscle tone created, but it is not the most important factor. Time, tempo, and combining the two. Now that you're all squared away with the deets, we're going to take this newfound knowledge and give you some awesome new methods to use at the gym. Method number one, back offsets. Here's what you do. Take a 60-second break after your last set and then drop the weight about 20%. After the break, perform the same exercise for an additional set, but this time for a total of 25 reps. With good form, squeeze the living life out of that muscle throughout the raising and lowering motions of the exercise. The benefits of this include the use and development of aspects of the muscle that you didn't know existed, as well as a ridiculous muscle pump. Two, isotension. Isotension was created by renowned bodybuilder coach, John Meadows. It's painfully amazing and will question your grit to continue. Though if you want out of that mediocre physique, continue you must. Let's get super creative. Let's start by telling your loved ones that you'll talk to them in 24 hours. Now, focus. Setting yourself up on a preacher bench, take a reverse close grip with a barbell. Perform your standard number of repetitions in each set, and at the conclusion of the last set, raise the bar to about halfway up. In this position, flex every muscle being worked as mightily as possible and hold for 10 seconds. This works because muscles can be strengthened in these isolated aspects of the movement. Choose the part of the move you feel the weakest in, be it halfway through, which can help the muscle to peak, or a quarter of the way from the top or bottom, which can help strengthen the tendons and ligaments closer to the joint. Note, if you hold the biceps curls a quarter of the way from the bottom, you'll develop that sweet cut between your biceps and forearm, the one that makes your arms look more defined than they really are. This, my friends, is why we began with the middle in mind, because improper use and understanding of these highly specialized techniques is leaving you floundering in the sea of mediocrity. While you may be able to hold your head above water, you're not exactly moving against the current. Try these techniques before the current pushes you under, halts more of your progress, and ruins your motivation to exercise. Good luck. You just listened to the post titled, There's More to Time Than Tempo, Back Offsets and Isotension by Joseph Brigley with RomanFitnessSystems.com. Dr. Neil here again for my commentary. My students often ask me whether I try any of these techniques that I talk about. Back offsets and isotension, I've tried both, and I actually continue to use both. My favorites, if I had to pick one or the other, just for me, of course, would be the back offsets. But that doesn't mean I don't use isotension either. I do prefer to use isotension when I have a workout buddy with me. That way, if I start to lose some of that tension, he can provide just that little bit of support to keep me holding those weights. And so, since I don't work out as frequently with a workout buddy, back offsets, that's easier for me to do when I'm alone. But yes, I do love both of those. But here's the thing, and I'm sure Joseph, the author, would agree with me. Don't just stick to doing both of these things. 
just because I've read to you this post about how great these moves are, you're still gonna wanna mix it up. You're gonna wanna have days where you lift heavier, other days where you lift lighter, then days when you incorporate drop sets and isotension exercises. So in no way would I or Joseph be saying, look, just do these all the time and you'll get that cut, rip body. Nope, these are just parts of things that you should be doing. Things that you should think about, especially if you hit those plateaus and you're not making that progress that you hoped would continue in a linear or straight line fashion. Or even if it's not about gains for you, but you're just getting bored doing the same types of moves, then incorporate something new like these. And don't be discouraged if the moves feel difficult. That's okay, that's good. Because as Joseph mentioned, you're gonna feel all these other little smaller muscles kick in that you didn't even know existed. And that's a very good thing. All right, really quickly before I go, a little reminder that we have a bunch of shows in our network to help you optimize your life. To find them all, just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. All right, thanks for being here. Thank you for listening every day. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. Hope you're having a wonderful week so far. I'll see you here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism, from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.